Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Other civilizations where there are savages and brutes who kill their children and send them <laughs> yeah, to exactly. die. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're, yeah. we're, we're not exactly like that. Boys here. My name is James Miller, and I am joined with. Hi, Lore Boys. It's me, Ethan. And oh, and hello, Lore Girls. It's me, Peter O'Donohue, the sexy Peter, one. Peter, you're talking to me. Wait, okay, hold on a second. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait, no, I said I was a cute one. Uh, I thought we covered this last week, but I is think I said. Is there something different was... between cute and sexy? Yes, it definitely is. Depends who you're talking to. Mm. Yeah, no, 100% there is. Well, we're talking to the lore folk right now, and uh, God willing, they're all hideous perverts. So, <laughs> oh my God, God, will- God willing, God willing, <laughs> uh, God forbid, a cute person should be listening to us. <laughs> you guys said God about like four or five times there, and mm-hmm. that could lead us into our topic today of angels versus demons in a game. Oh called- shit, Dan Brown, Tom Hanks. You made oh, that. Thanks. We made the Dan Brown joke in our episode 15 of Diablo as well. Oh, and demons! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been almost three years since we did our last Diablo um, thing. Mm-hmm. We did um, the World Stone and the Black Soul Stone. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. that because I drew it in uh, some guy's butt. Yep. Right. It fell from the sky and landed in someone's butt. Yes. Yep. And the other one was a guy with a wheelbarrow full of body parts. I think. It, no, he had yeah. a hand. He had a hand truck. And uh, he was okay. shipping the demons back into the hell because uh, somebody had stopped time. Yes. Oh, so that's he right. just he just had a he just had a hand truck and he was just wheeling them down the stairs. So yeah, just I, the... oh, go ahead. go ahead. I don't I don't call Jamie a lot because I because he doesn't remember uh, material of episodes, but Peter definitely remembers the the substance of the episodes way better than me because I, like, should... I, I hosted that episode. <laughs> he has that extra that. he has that extra layer of having to sit down and do art for a couple hours and think about yeah. it even more yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, Peter, you're not that smart. I am cursed with trying to remember the both of you after we're done recording. So Um, so this is our third Diablo episode, but uh, you can feel free to go listen to the older ones. Um, I had a hard time. Recommend them, Jamie. Well, like they're they're us and they're good and they're earlier, but like in the first one, my mic dies for like 30 minutes and we just carry on. Um, And you just hear me bleeding in other mics. (laughs) It's it's it was. Like, if you want the grungy early lore boys from three years ago, uh, check it out. And there's yeah. some good lore there. Uh, but you don't need t-shirts to. for that era that are way too big for anyone to wear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, it's pure grunge. All flannel. All flannel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no buttons. How much How much you guys remember from the last two, if at all? Uh, there, I was in your was apartment. There was a single god. I was very sweaty. <laughs> I remember us getting drunk because you told me we got drunk not 20 minutes ago. I was I meant more about the lore rather than the episodes. I Do remember, you remember like AO or IU or one of those generic like 
starting Anakin. gods and not he, Yahweh words sort of thing. And he created sisters, twin sisters uh, that gave birth to the universe, as far as I can remember. And then their fighting created the world stone. Yes. Yeah, so there was the a... way that you described it was a pearl that there was two gods fighting in, and they basically Kamehameha at each other so hard that it split and caused the Big Bang. Yeah. And okay, which so it's Dota created, again. Yeah. It created it angels and demons. Uh, then eventually, angels and demons. Uh, had a baby, which was the Nephilim. You guys remember that at all? Yeah. And Nephilims are basically early humans that are infused with both angels and demons powers. And they're really strong and they're your player characters in the game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And they're also uh, the NPCs. They're all the humans are Nephilim, but not all... Like, there's degrees of Nephilim. The earlier you are to the beginning of when Nephilim were created, the stronger you are, basically. The less diluted the bloodline. Exactly. So what you're saying is some Nephilim are better than others. I may have said that three years ago, (laughs) because it's the same vaguely racist and edgy thing to say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, some are definitely better. And we're going to get into that. I think they're saying it's generational, though, right? Like, the young, the kids are all right, but okay, boomers are boomers, right? Would you rather be like an old ass boomer Nephilim or like a less powerful millennial Nephilim? I wanna. I, I'm gonna take millennial Nephilim because I can, can get Heelys as a millennial. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> never too okay. late to get Heelys. <laughs> You're never too old for Heelys. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's very. That's very centrist of you, Jamie. <laughs> So uh, the topic today, like last time we covered the World Stone, then the Soul Stone. Um, I have been playing like a lot of Diablo. I got to level 70, which is level cap. And then I leveled 270 times after that. Uh, so I have a very, 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 very strong Barbarian. Holy Christ. When you were uh, saying like, wow, guys, I don't have enough time to download free Call of Duty. Uh, you're absolutely right. Because you uh, absolutely crush video games in your spare time. Oh, yeah, totally, man. Uh, so he, I played a lot of Diablo. I'll he's off, he's off the WoW grind, and you can see where it went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I log in one time for WoW last night and get three drops. And, like, it's a transferable skill. Beat four <laughs> other people on a 6% neck drop. Get uh, fucked, noobs. <laughs> <laughs> you put in the work. I just showed up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> classic project manager. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, I've been playing a lot, and I got really interested in the lore of the Barbarians, because I played as a Barbarian, and uh, they always were yelling about uh, Bulkathos. Uh, Bulkathos guides me, or something like that. So I was like, oh, who's this Bulkathos guy? And uh, so I got into the history of Barbarians and the children of Bulkathos, who is one of the first generations of ancients, or Nephilim. So is he the OG Nephilim Barb? Yes, he was, okay. and they didn't even call themselves barbs back then, but he is basically embodies a barb. Big, strong, full of muscles, hardy as fuck, kills demons. He's a barb. Can the lady barbs uh, finally shot put you, as we've always been looking for? <laughs> uh, I'm glad you brought that up, because lady barbarians um, were actually... They were highly regarded as warriors, but they were seen as less than their male peers, on the field of battle until uh, a barbarian named Raycor. Uh, she was just so great in battle and killed so many things that she became the first war master uh, that was a female and changed the perception. And then all the females were equal after just like yeah. that. 
Yeah. It only takes one. Only takes one. <laughs> That's why uh, in Just America, like real life. Yeah, or in, in Canada, we, we, we elected Kim Campbell to the presidency for 11 months in the 1940s. And uh, then for the record, it was like, uh, okay, sexism is solved. We're moving I think on. It was, now. Back for to the men. record, it was in the on. 90s. Uh, we didn't elect her, and it was for three months. Yeah, it was like very short, dude. Yeah, it crazy. was not in the 90s. Yeah, she replaced like Brian Mulroney or something like that. Uh, Brian Mulroney was never prime minister, my dude. Brian Mulrooney was prime minister. Ben Mulrooney hosted Canadian Idol. Oh. I don't know enough about <laughs> Canadian politics. <laughs> Jamie, what pull do, up the clip. What I, I do know. It was in the 90s. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Well, this you know is so not real politics than me. So <laughs> we're here to talk about the barbarian. <laughs> anyway, not Canada solved sexism. We had a lady prime minister or whatever. We, did we have we have our, our our titular character for the Diablo series, Kim Campbell. Kim Campbell, I swear to God, no matter what we say, she will be the main character in the artwork in her, <laughs> in her pantsuit. <laughs> yep. So that was the only time we were going to talk about women the entire time. So, oh thank God, <laughs> like, have fun, have fun looping it back in. I was gonna, it was in the middle, but since you brought it up, I just brought I it have up been later. physically untouched for thirty three days at this point, at time of mm, recording, yeah. and will be even longer when you hear it. So. So the barbarian. I wanted to get into the barbarian um, from the dev side, um, from the perspective of going from Diablo two to Diablo three, and just how they became what they were, and then I'll dive into the actual lore of it. Okay, okay. that that's interesting because I know like the Dia- Diablo two, uh, Lord of Destruction, the expansion, really like you were you went to like a barbarian village full of like barbarians on the front line against Bale's invasion, right. So. Yeah, yeah. So the barbarian that was in um, Diablo two, he's like pretty much bald except for a ponytail. He's like huge and muscly, wearing like oh, a loin skullet. Yeah, if you don't have nice. any uh, armor, he's got the skullet. Um, but the barbarian in Diablo three is different. He has he's much older. He has long hair. He's a mustache and beard. Uh, he's still the same physique, but they're not quite the same guy. No, it went. It, oh. He went kind of Kratos, the, the Kratos route, where he was like early oh, God of yeah. War, Kratos, yeah. and then he was like, I, I don't want to say remake, but whatever, whatever you would call God of War for, like it's its own little thing, it, right? Canonically, I watched the cutscene movie. Um, it is absolutely God of War four. It is canonically a sequel to God of War three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So during the development, there's some talk to make a barbarian-like class that wasn't actually the barbarian. Uh, but this guy named Jay Wilson uh, said, no, no, we need to make the barbarian. Because uh, all the concepts that he came up with to that would be like an alt-barbarian, like I guess a warrior or whatever, they failed to pass the duck test. Do you guys know what the duck test is? Nope. If it looks like a duck and talks like a duck? Uh, no, so programmers will often do this. They'll put a, a rubber duck on their uh, desk and to sort out their problems, uh, rather than think about it, they'll speak out loud to this duck and just talk their way through a problem. So yeah. he, he spoke out loud, and none of the things quite clicked. Yeah, I've, that I've heard it like described a as one duck crazy troubleshooting. Sorry? I've heard it as duck troubleshooting. I, I've heard of this, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, so they couldn't quite distinguish them from the barbarian archetype enough to be their own thing, so they just went with the barbarian. And it was yeah. the first class introduced in the game so it became the baseline for all future classes in terms of balancing uh, how abilities work and all that is this d3 specifically yeah 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 this is from the perspective of d2's ending and d3 is about to be made 
They didn't figure out how to log in before they designed the barbarian class. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, they had nothing. They just like they're like a oh, barbarian first. We don't even know what the gameplay is going to be like. I don't know. There was that, like, <laughs> yeah. the, there was that error because I, I was working for GameStop when D three launched, and I remember all the people trying to return PC games because their children couldn't log in with like error um, thirty seven or some shit because uh, uh, Blizz- Blizzard had set up uh, one server outside in the middle of the woods to like <laughs> to manage their anticipated sequel that was 12 years in the making or some shit mm-hmm. that sounds par for the course to someone who yeah. sat in like two hour queues for wow classic yeah. well it, this is like starcraft uh, was fine and starcraft 2 was like the biggest launch ever at the time right like yeah i didn't have problems with diablo 3 i didn't have the same problems i, I was able I rem- to- now that peter's explained his joke i do remember hearing about the problems but i don't i don't know if i even owned diablo 3 at that time i see your problem okay. and raise you one i have never played diablo 3 Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh a little fun fact about the barbarian its model had to be downsized before the game was released to fit the environment because the original model was just like too big for doors and stuff too oh it's too shredded yeah. Yeah. yeah oh nice nice bro. he's been blasting those fucking quads. give him a more give him a a, a lesser f- uh physique huh like these sjw's always trying to desexualize our video games oh! can't have fucking Rip hulking barbarian man, come on, come Add on. Add it again, SJWs, please. <laughs> uh, let me let me crank it to video games already, please. <laughs> yeah, so I, the I'd, original... like to, I'd like to raise a counterpoint and say that there are better places to crank it. Uh, okay, well, listen here, okay, SJW, you clearly don't know what you're talking about. Son video games, me. video games are a gamer space, okay? Gamers know what they want, let the gamers have buff guy. Okay. All right. Well, so you've changed my mind, and all I have to say <laughs> is, rise up. Yeah, gamers, rise <laughs> up. Politics isn't hard, people. Let's go. <laughs> all you need uh, to do is rise up. All you need to do is rise up. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you were saying uh, during development, like the, like I mentioned before, the male barbarian. Uh, they thought about making him the same one from Diablo two, but this led to story issues in the game uh, and things that would wouldn't have needed to be explained differently to uh, the barbarian versus the wizard versus the whoever, the crusader, because of him being the only one from the previous game. So they just wiped it and made a new character. Yeah. Yeah. Just caused story problems. So it would, wouldn't it? Peter has his hands up. I don't know if you see it. Oh, no, I miss that. <laughs> yeah, I, I did want to clarify. Um, so the fact, I guess, you they, they've canonized the fact that you cannot customize your character in Diablo is that the character class selection are like a set amount you're, of actual people. You're playing people, man. Yeah, <clears throat> you're supposed to be like an exceptional Nephilim because you are a Nephilim from... The Nephilim that were first born are very, very strong. And then as they progressed, they got okay. less yeah. strong. Um, and you are one of the bloodline that is really, really strong, okay. and that's why you're able to be Diablo. That's why you're able to do these things. So it's like you're recycling, an exceptional basically. Th- that they're the good. New- they're the good newspaper. Then you have shittier newspaper, and you're <laughs> exceptional newspaper. And then you have like uh, the publi sacks or the free newspaper that the mailman just like dumps in your lobby, basically. <laughs> <laughs> leaves, leaves a pile of them on the front lawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I burn I mean, all, all the trash, so I don't get it, but. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep that apartment heated uh, yeah yeah that, baby. i mean all that said like diablo really 
as far as I know, or as far as I remember and have seen, they really don't capitalize on the fact that you're playing like a unique character. They don't give like each class like a cool individual storyline while you play through the game. There's maybe like a couple lines of dialogue where they're like, oh, greeting, sorceress or whatever. And you're like, yeah. oh, that, that's me. That's me. I've I'm seen like intro videos for D3. And the only one I remember is like the demon hunter is just fucking Batman. Where my parents were killed by demons, and now I don't like demons anymore. Well, would uh, you? That makes a lot well, of sense. Well, I guess not. He's probably just John Stalvern from Doom Repercussions of Evil. Uh, in <laughs> Act 5, so like the newest act that was added to Diablo 3, I haven't played it through on another type of character in a very long time, but you have to defeat basically the Grim Reaper. And how do you defeat something that's already dead is you basically have to call on the spirits of the ancients. So as a barbarian, you get all these uh, dead warriors basically to infuse themselves into you. So you're part dead. So you can beat the dead guy. And it really felt uh, barbarian specific, especially knowing what I know now. So I have, a, I suspect that you get a little bit of flavor for each class at the end of act five, which is the newest expansion. But, he, but, but sorry, like that's, that's tying it to the class, but that's not tying it to the fact that you can't customize the class at all, right? Like any barbarian, oh. you could say, had that whatever gift. But I oh, haven't yeah. seen the other ones. I've never played Reaper of Souls, so okay. I have no idea what it looks like. I've played Diablo 3 very in a very limited amount. I beat it once on normal, and I was like, that's enough for me. <laughs> I'm playing on like the crazy this craziest difficulty like torment seven like you get i would have got one shot like three days ago if i went into this difficulty yeah yeah and, and now oh, it's man, just like oh whatever now it's just the new the new normal right yeah exactly and it edges up a little bit a little bit and it's cool your paragon level uh you get to assign stats based on the levels you earn past the maximum level and uh if i start a new character within the season so i start a wizard i have 260 points i can apply to my wizard level one oh, and so just boost i can them right up you can fast track oh, okay. your so other you can, characters. Like, yeah, you can kind of like launch a god and get through the early game a lot quicker. Get exactly. The, yeah, the nice. whole game. It's just minus seven, like minus seventy, whatever it is, right? And so, mm -hmm. as long as you hit seventy, you're getting through the the early game. Yeah. Yeah. No. And like with the amount of paragon levels I have, I can add a lot of stuff. I can give myself like fifty percent armor, fifteen percent attack speed, all this stuff that really adds up over time. But, but you're still doing the same thing over and over. Hey, no, I started a fungal with infection we talked about earlier. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> On a sound check. <laughs> um, uh, so, to things that no one will ever hear. It was later decided that the Diablo 3 heroes should be unique to the game. Like I said, uh, the male barbarian's design was intended to invoke the world weariness of his kin uh, in the time frame of the game. So he's a gray bearded veteran who can't stop killing demons. Uh, and artists referred to the male barbarian as the barb. The female version was designed to be younger than her male counterpart, but just as capable. And in her design, uh, she's not the typical slender build with the curves, but she's stocky and she could beat you up. It's your kind of woman. It's, I remember that was your Titan from Destiny. Oh, yeah. Snoo, snoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so... Now I'm getting more into the lore section and there's going to be a little bit of overlap from uh, our older episodes, but I don't think that's a big deal. I'll try and fill in the gaps from our older episodes uh, that I listened to as much as I could to catch you up um, on the stuff we're talking about today. So you guys remember what the Nephilim are? We kind of covered that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and you remember the creation myth for angels and demons, how there was two sisters created and they destroyed each other causing the big bang. 
Yep. That's going to be a yep. yes in quotes from me or like an italic <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's now it's not you don't really have to remember much other yeah. than that. It it created uh, good and evil or angels and demons, whatever. They're not really good and evil, but they kind of both have redeeming qualities, I think. Well, yeah. less so the demons, but angels are kind of <laughs> too. So there is one ancient that was particularly important for barbarians. Uh, I said the name earlier. Do you guys remember it? Balth. It started with a B. Bulkathos. Bulkathos. Yeah. Yes. Bulkathos. Uh, and he was born in the first generation of the Nephilim. Uh, in later times, like in the modern times, we would refer those as the ancients. But back yeah. then, they were just people, right? They were the presents. I'd imagine each class kind of had their like archetypical Nephilim, right? Like the barbs Bulkathos and... We're going to cover the guy for the barbarians and also the druids today. Okay. Oh, yeah. the assassins had Altair, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the wizards had uh, Dumbledore. The druids yeah. had Cameo <laughs> from the Xbox 360. Uh, those are great games. On I, I love that game that came free with the Xbox 360. I actually really <laughs> like Cameo as well. I didn't need yeah. shit on it. I just think great, it's... great game. <laughs> uh, so it you was might, the better uh, Wii Sports. Let's be real. It came included with oh, the console. Whoa, 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 just whoa! Don't go throwing shade at Wii Sports now, though. Like, Peter, are you trying to alienate our fan base? Because like. If you say cameo, I don't know how many fucking elderly people listen to this show. I'm not alienating (laughs) the Wii Sports audience, okay? (laughs) My grandparents barely speak English, and they certainly don't, and that is my example. (laughs) And I don't speak Greek, so. Language barriers, huh? Yeah, it was Easter yesterday. No, it's Easter. No, it was Easter yesterday. Two weeks ago? Greek Easter, Orthodox Easter. Yeah. That's fucked up. I have a a COVID 19 aside here. Um, I was well, I, making fun of some people for still going to their religious things uh, during our current pandemic. And I was like, ha, 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 you just wait. Easter's coming up for the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> and my mom today had her Karen moment where she was like, oh, we made a bunch of Easter food. And also, can you help me put up the gazebo? And I was like, no, <laughs> of course not. And she's like, well, fine. I'm not going to bring it to you because I'm annoyed. And if you want your food, you can come and get it. And I'm like, I'm not going to come and get it. That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Yep. Why would they Why would they make Jesus wait an extra week to get resurrected? That seems pretty cold to the, to the Greek Orthodox, my dude. Well, the Orthodox Easter is the same. It's the same Bulgaria, Russia, like that whole thing. And uh, mm-hmm. frankly, I have no idea. All right, don't remember. I asked a bishop once that I, I met at uh, one of the St. Patrick Society things, but... Um, don't remember the answer. So, <laughs> in Eastern Europe, Jesus stays dead for yeah, at least two. Exactly, he's way more hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I met this bishop during Lent, and I was like, "Hey, can I drink during this party?" He's like, "Yeah, no problem." I was like, "Sick." Also, what's cool. the difference between Catholic and Orthodox? And he told me something that I don't remember anymore. He started talking a lot, and I stopped listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah started. Drinking. I was drunk, and he wasn't. And all I needed was permission to stay drunk. <laughs> So you guys might remember a character named Inarius. Yep. Um, so they were like a rogue angel who played a large role in creating the Nephilim. Okay. Oh, he was yeah. fucking humans. Yeah, I forget the exact um, the way that it happened. We covered it in episode fifteen of the Lore Boys, 
Uh, so if you want, if you're interested in the story of Venerius and like how he helped to create the Nephilim, check that out. But for, for the, the purposes of episode 124, so if you want to go back yeah. that far, be my that's guest. it. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's crazy. You just said that out loud. Fucking 109 episodes back. We work hard for some reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think hard, just consistent. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. We coast. We coast yeah. hard. <laughs> Thank you to the lore folk for con- letting us coast, actually. Yeah, You're for the- helping. It's really you. Uh, so for the purpose of this story, we know that Anarius um, was meddling with the World Stone. The World Stone is the Eye of Anu. So this is when the world oh, uh, was started that. and the the two blasted each other. It basically uh, caused something to fall down, which was the world stone that fell into sanctuary, which created sanctuary, which is basically the continent that this all happens on. And it's protected from the angels and the demons because of the world stone, which is the eye of Anu, which is the creator of all things. Who doesn't necessarily agree with his daughter's spats. No. Super quick. What is the name of the main city in Diablo? Sanctuary. No, oh, yeah. uh, so it is still sanctuary. Tristram, Tristram. That's Tristram. it. Yeah, Tristram. Tristram. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Well, sanctuary then... is like the whole zone. Yeah, like but that's Tristram... where you can stay a while and listen. Is in Tristram. In Diablo One, with Deckard Cain. No, so that's like the rogue encampment. Like in Diablo One, you're in Tristram, and then Tristram gets sacked throughout Diablo One because a portal to hell in Diablo is loosed in the cathedral underneath Tristram. Okay. And then in Diablo Two, you can portal to Tristram. And it's completely in ruins and overrun by demons. And you rescue Deckard Cain, who's in And Peter, you remember that they say Rakanishu, which you I thought do, was yeah. just what they said, but it was actually a character where mm-hmm. you would go to Tristram, you would have to put bring up four pillars, and the boss was named Rakanishu. And we had this exact same conversation on episode one. <laughs> I cannot be held accountable for having the same conversation twice over the course of three fucking years, James. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because I, I just listened to it and I watched it play out between the two of you. <laughs> Fuck. No, it's, I, it's, I, it's just funny because I'm like, reacquainting myself with like the blizzard brand because i uh a a lot of my friends who are currently in isolation uh for cross-platform shit wanted to play warzone and i haven't played call of duty in 13 years but it's not bad so i reinstalled battlenet and i've been like looking at that shit so i've been thinking about like diablo Uh, and starcraft and all that as well so it's all very relevant to my uh you know life at home current state (laughs) status update so Anarius, this guy, remember, so he was meddling with the World Stone, which is the Eye of Anu. So this is the thing that's protecting all the Nephilim. Uh, and it also maybe is what gave them their power. We're not really sure. Uh, but oh, the meddling shit. that... Magic rocks. Take a drink. Yeah. No, I finished my beer. Yeah. I got well, my sparkling water. Anarius, um, he was meddling with the World Stone. And he's a rogue angel. And his meddling, we're not quite sure what he was doing. He was just tinkering with this Rubik's Cube or whatever it is. And caused each generation of Nephilim to become weaker and weaker. Uh, So the weakening of the Nephilim led to what became the human race, as we know today. Um, Eventually, they're not even called Nephilims anymore that much. They're just called humans. Wait, as you and I... We're so off-brand. Is this like... Did this actually happen? Is Diablo real? Yes, it is. Oh, shit, dude. It is. Yeah, so they didn't know why they were losing strength, but Bulkathos knew that it was because of Inarius. So Big Daddy Warrior, he could think too, and he teamed up with a guy named... (laughs) uh, (laughs) The big progenitor of the barbarians. 
Yes. Bulkathos, the leader of the Barge- uh, Bargarians. 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 <laughs> of the Bulgarians. Bargarians. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, uh, the Orthodox Easter. It's gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I teamed up with Fiakla Gear, which is like really hard to say, but they have an easier name to say, uh, Vasily. Uh, so Bulkathos and Vasily. I, I, I would I would almost say it might be easier to say, but I think you're saying it wrong. I think it's Vasily. Yeah, Vasily. Okay, sure. <laughs> that's that's the the Eastern or Russian name that's in real life, Vasily. A V A S I L Y. Vasily. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Vasily. So Bulkathos and Vasily. Uh, you could think of Bulkathos as the founder of all barbarians and the Vasily as the founder of all druids. Now, I think you oh. could say it easier. It's barbarian and not barbarians. So okay. it's- <laughs> We're really dug it on James now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, James. You say another word. I'm going to tell you how you said it wrong. <laughs> yeah. She's like, how about we just talk about how we went to our mom's house and going to get food and didn't get food again? That was real fucking interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to my mom's house because it was unsafe. Yeah, yeah I yeah, tuned it out. You get it right. He didn't go to his mom's house. Uh, so you did mention we were going to talk about the uh, leader of the Druids, and that's Bulkathos our boy, and, your boy Vasily. Vasily. That's right. Vasily. He's in his Adidas tracksuit. He's crouching, and Smoking. he's got a bottle of vodka in his hands. And he's, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. never no, not no. squatting. <laughs> exactly. Next to Kim Campbell. Uh, <laughs> he's really into the earth so he squats to be closer to it right it's uh, <laughs> more powerful obviously yeah, yeah. gotta get that yeah. butthole closer to mother nature baby yeah <laughs> it's the quickest way to get Gaia into your body yeah. <laughs> osmosis through the butt yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god that's like don't people sun their butts these days <laughs> I'm oh, I, think what? I, mean, I think you're yeah. right. That's a hippie thing for sure. Yeah. I was like, Wait, an, it was on Instagram for a while. Was people like, oh, the only you, you got you got cancer, fool. You got to get more vitamin D in your butthole, and they'd go out naked in the sun. Oh, is that the sequel to like healing crystals? Is to tan their yeah. buttholes? Yeah. I think like 90 percent of people who are sharing that it was a joke for. But then there's like a few people who might have taken it seriously. A couple, a couple Karens who it really, it really caught on with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I should, I should say it's it's the K word, right? That's, that's yeah. Uh, no, no hard R. Now. It's Kane yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> it's Kane, like Deckard Kane from Diablo. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the Nephilim did not know why they were losing strength, but Bulkathos knew because it was a Venarius, like I said. So Bulkathos and Vasily, uh, they teamed up to basically handle this their, their relationship was that their parents were related but that is unproven <laughs> actually that is one of the theories so the oh good. it's theories that they could be brothers or close confidants uh Bulkathos would be the younger brother if they were brothers but we don't really know okay. can i just say from a stylistic approach druids and barbs are like the closest right like they mm-hmm. both wear furs and like very little clothes, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're like toned nature. Like Druids are almost just like angry parts. Oh, right? stylistically, from like an artistic standpoint, they're both like not quite pagan sort of art. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're like the the not re- like a Druid is an unrefined wizard, right? Like somebody yes. who 
exactly. he's like a wizard, but he didn't go to school or anything like that. And then he's never uh, been inside a building with stairs, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Mm. he'd never been inside of a building that a white person built. <laughs> for heaven's sake. Then <laughs> 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 a barbarian is just like an unrefined like fighter, like a paladin, I guess. Just like, like oh, a knight. He's, he's a fighter, and he believes yeah. in his god Bulkathos, but not our mm. god. Yeah. So in another Blizzard game, uh, in WoW, they do uh, druids are ones that get close to the Emerald Dream, and the more they get lost within the power of the Earth, they can completely lose themselves and become permanent uh, animals, kind of like animorphs and stuff like that. Oh, Tobias, rip, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's the same in the Diablo universe, but because I'm more focused on barbarians, but this is kind of how uh, their stories intertwine. So, Bulkathos and Vasily relationship was lost in history, but we think they're brothers or confidants. And what is known that both agents agreed that the World Stone's power could never fall into the wrong hands. So they pledged their lives to protecting the World Stone. This is their singular purpose, both of them. Uh, and, and also presumably fucking to continue the line of barbarians and druids at some point. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that that's well, so you gotta protect the world stone, but you found found time to fuck, huh? Hmm. Wow, real convenient. <laughs> as time went on, their follow they were worshipped as gods by their ever weakening followers, the Nephilim slash humans. Um actually Bulkathos, every barbarian can be traced back to his bloodline. So he was doing a lot of fucking. Yeah, Is a this lot an of argument for or against incest. What's Blizzard getting at here? <laughs> yeah. Blizzard pro incest. It was the ancient time. Lord Boys Cannon. Time. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was different in, in ancient Greece. <laughs> yeah, it was ancient oh, yeah. Time. There weren't many barbarians at this point. There weren't many ancients. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, they're the presence. Yeah, yeah. it was in presence Greece. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gotta so, fuck those boys though mm-hmm. oh no uh, that's what to... the ancient Greek barbarians did my dude they might have I wasn't there <laughs> Um. so how are they going to protect the world stone they had two different ideas on how to do this fuck boys Wakatha <laughs> kill all comers yeah. Vasily uh, teach all comers uh, I think the internet calls them coomers now, but oh. <laughs> okay, coomer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is well treaded. It's a well treaded joke. <laughs> uh, but Bulkathos believed in developing the martial prowess of all the humans to defend it, and Vasily wanted to use spiritualism and spiritualism and the study of the world um, to protect the way. So you're saying I nailed it? Is what you're saying? Sort of, but. He- I think the only difference I'd say is the druids are more interested in finding um, what is worth protecting in the world because they know the world so well. But yes, intelligence versus fighting. Yeah. 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 Uh, is this also kind of the explanation between the division between their like ability pools being mana and whatever barbs use? More or less. Yeah. You they have, they like, kind of martial arts are physical things and then the druids would want to use more like naturalistic mana based I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember in Diablo three, but I know in D two, barbs do use mana. Like it's, uh, it's fury. Oh yeah, that is fury. In it's Diablo generated 3. by attacking. In Diablo two, I, I'm not sure. I haven't played a barb in Diablo two in a long time, but I'm almost sure. Okay. Um, because Me like either. back then, back then, I, I, Blizzard has always kind of made barbs have fury, even in older games. I feel like, but and the warriors even have uh, rage or some shit, right? Don't they? 
Uh, something like that. In There's wow? wait, what did you say? I didn't hear the question. They have rage or some shit in WoW. Rage, like yeah, they have rage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they generate it by getting hit or hitting things, and then they have abilities to like hurt themselves to gain it and all that. It's fury rage. It it, it makes sense. Warriors hit things hard. Yeah, and they get angry. Thunder cra- Thunder sense. Crash. Play My Chemical Romance playlist. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they use mana in Diablo too. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah. All, all the classes use mana. Like, it's just like a track. You have your energy, which is what it is in your character page, and that just boosts your mana. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, um, usually whenever two godlike figures disagree on the strategies to do something, uh, they would get in a fight, break off, and war endlessly, like you see in most things. But yeah, some these guys... sort of infinite apocalypse <laughs> that would create a new universe of completely different games, basically. Yeah. <laughs> And that's basically, there's something called the Eternal Conflict, which is just angels versus demons. And Sanctuary is like the one place where that's not happening uh, because of the world. Hence the name. Sanctuary. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's um, Switzerland. It's a DMZ, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Bulgathos and Vasily, um, they saw merits in each other's strategies, so they both set up on their own paths. And uh, Vasily took all the bards, shamans, warrior poets to the forest of Skosglen. I can't say quite right but uh and they began their juridic lifestyle there and blokathos took all the big strong guys to train in the ways of battle to become barbarians and they split but the barbarians never call themselves barbarians they call themselves children of blokathos okay that would make sense because even the term barbarian comes from either rome or greece like a thousand years ago which just meant not from here because it was like people from ancient france and ancient germany and all that shit Yep, and you hit the nail on the head. We are going to meet those uh, crusaders slash Romans slash whoever later down the story. So. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Macedonians. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the only settlements um, were that were built were built at Mount Ariat and the Northern Steps. So this is directly on the World Stone and just north of the World Stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. So both were near the world zone, like I said, and the landscapes of these settlements were ruthless, especially up north. It was very, very cold. Um, this helped to form the barbarian children into resilient fighting machines. Okay, uh, so you're they... saying freeze your babies is what is your advice, right? <laughs> Only if you want them to be strong fighting. Only yeah, if you I want do. them to kill things with axe. I want yep. a strong fighting son, strong fighting daughter all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. I not know when uh, quarantine end. Me need strong <laughs> fighting strong fight child <laughs> nope. not That's like not weak child like me when my mom says put up my gazebo and i tell her to go to hell yeah <laughs> Peter, you're such a rebel such, such <laughs> the rebellious a strong youth. boy not a weak boy like me <laughs> yeah. so as children um they're taught to hunt for themselves and collect the skin of monsters that ro- uh, roam the northern steppes so they have to carry weapons that most grown men could barely wield uh, and go and kill these demons and come home with their food and and clothes. So, so very much playing into the tropes that the uh, encroaching Romans once put upon other civilizations, where they're savages and brutes who kill their children and send them <laughs> yeah, to exactly. die. Exactly. <laughs> we're not. Yeah. We're not. We're not exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they have the blood of Vulcathos, right? So they can they can actually survive this and yeah, go they're out fine. And, yeah. And by the time the barbarians reach maturity, their skin is literally as tough as leather armor because After of they the cold. Pupate. Yeah, dude, imagine having leather for skin. That sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, you kind of do. 
Not like that though. Yeah, yeah human not, skin's pretty pretty tough. It's not dried and hardened, I suppose. Yeah, I don't have to like oil myself and stuff yeah. to. We don't make have to sure shed, thankfully. And it's well, some people do moisturize so they there's they don't get like wrinkles and stuff. That's a good. Point. I mean, I moisturize my hands now. Uh, a lion like has a hard time piercing a hippo's skin because it's so thick. <laughs> and I imagine that's what it's what it's similar like similar to. These barbarians, they're hippos. The hippos of of people. Hippos are so dangerous too. They can swim faster than you. They can run faster than you. And they're aggressive as fuck. Yeah. So be careful. They got something to prove. I'm just saying they're cowards. It, it like <laughs> deep down. Deep down. Yeah. If they were All that bullies aggressive, are cowards. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm like, uh, like, sure. I'm kind of fat, but like, I'm way cooler than a crocodile. Boys, I'll kill that yeah. guy on the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Bulkathos created tribes for his barbarians. Uh, in history, we don't know for sure, but there are an estimated 32 tribes, and all of them trace back to Bulkathos. Nice. One for every day of the week. Yeah. yeah. Day of the month? <laughs> Depends how many days of the week, really, in yeah. this fantasy yeah. world. Yeah. So once he had organized the tribes, he started teaching them the ways to live. Uh, protection of the world stone was foundation to the religion, motivation, entire lifestyle. Everything was based around the world stone and keeping it safe. Kick your children out into the wilderness, make them fight for themselves, basically. Yep. Yeah. Ensure that breeding is as difficult as possible, frankly. I <laughs> yeah, that right. would be the best way to do these things, guys. Uh, yeah. Ladies, if you guys could also get super shredded and somehow learn how to lay eggs, that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, somebody somebody who could grow up to to not fight demons uh, as effectively as anyone else is much better off dying when they're a child. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. If they're not peak human performance, they might as well just be dead to me. I'd say so as well. Frankly, I would second that. <laughs> I'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so would I. I. Think we all would. Yeah. I think we yeah. all would. What three podcast hosts? Not that was a scrappy, uh, optimal that was a breeding child, stock. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My troubles as a child was turning the Sega on and off again until I got the blue the blue screen for for X Men, <laughs> so I could start playing. <laughs> I don't want to kill uh, this demon. I'm going to wait for a blue one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the tribes, most of them were nomadic. Like I mentioned, there were settlements at Mount Ariat and the Northern Steppes, but the vast majority were nomadic and had spread um, completely across the land at this point. That's where they were concentrated because the World Stone, but they had kind of floated south and also west um, just to keep moving and make sure everything's safe. Okay. But they've always got somebody on hand to keep an eye on the World Stone. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how barbarians communicate if there was someone coming in the back door. I guess they use shouts. Yeah, yeah they just yell into each other's mouths. <laughs> Tan their they buttholes. hate magic. They hate magic. Like um, oh. barbarians do not love magic at all. They think that they take it. It takes them away from their sole focus, which is to protect the world stone. It just distracts them for what's is important. Is the world stone not magic? What do they believe that it does? Yeah. So they're barbarians, right? They don't. Oh, they don't okay. have us civilized ideas. They, Peter, we've established they didn't go to school. Their parents sent them out into the wilderness. Okay, to that's fight true. Demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they certainly did not send them out uh, into the wilds to fight demons with a fork and knife. I was right, yeah. uh, or I was wrong, rather. <laughs> I think they they really it's a a society that worships power 
and that thing is the thing that gives them their power and any time someone touches it they lose power ah so, but just their own concept of power because strong is only one thing that some people think is powerful whereas smart is also technically powerful and i think all them wizards would probably have a different opinion of power punch probably. beats punch beats smart dude yeah but sometimes smart beat punch I, if sm- no. is smart have laser I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. So I'm gonna say you're wrong. All right. I think the smartest of the barbarians do kind of rise to the top because the ones who are able to organize a tribe and sure, being powerful is something they'll respect at first. But you do have to be at least a little bit smart to uh, coordinate all of these meatheads, all the chads. Yeah. You need a subscription yeah. for some sort of gym to get them to all kind of show up at the same time. They understand that. <laughs> um. So. There is, they found out that there's three other ancients that after they died, they lingered and their spirits protected the world stone. So this is Talik the Defender, Maudoc, Madoc the Guardian, and Korlik the Protector. You fight Talik, Madoc, and Korlik. Or Diablo 2. And Diablo 2, yeah. Their names aren't super important, but oh. um, they, it's the only time they'll come up. That's all I mean. Um, but Not if I can help they, it. <laughs> it's one of the so longest ta- and probably like I, one of the longest fights in the Diablo 2 speedrun. It's in Lord of Destruction. You have to like activate these three statues uh, and then fight them. And it's probably like one of the trickiest. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I was going to bring that up, but you already remembered. So you do to complete the storyline of Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction, you have to fight them. And these same three spirits are used as, in an ability in Diablo 3 called. Uh, Call of the Ancients. So my build right now is completely focused around Call of the Ancients, which is you. It's like an ultimate. You press your button, and three guys come and fight for you, which are your ancestors, which is Talik, Madoc, and Korlik. Okay. And they they do they're doing whirlwinds. They're like leaping and jumping over on the stuff. So you summon them, and you get really strong. But then they go away after thirty you seconds your, or so. Uh... You have your downtown Boston button where all of your fucking strong uncles show up to beat yeah. the shit out of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my build actually is my set bonus that I got makes it so these guys never go away. They only go away on death. So if someone kills them, they're gone. But I press my ultimate and they just exist all the time. And I build all of my pieces around uh, strengthening them. So giving them increased attack speed, attack power, and all that stuff. So I can just run through, and I'm hitting things and doing damage. And they're cleaning up as we go. So it makes for really quick runs, because you don't have to actually focus every enemy. Yeah, oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. It's like yeah. kind of uh, like a roaming the... AoE sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. They're, they're guys who fight for you, kind of like a necromancer did. It's like when you tape a, a knife to your Roomba. Yes. Ooh, I should do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but these guys, they're, they're really strong and it, you get, you get the, sorry, you had me distracted. I can't think whatever you guys are <laughs> distracting me. Sorry. So, so you buy two Roombas and you tape a balloon back to, on the back of each no, of them and then you tape a knife to the front of them. It's three Roombas where the Barb sends out his Roombas and oh, they have yeah, like a, a Thor's hammer and an ax and like a spear on them. <laughs> Yeah, but if if you tape a balloon to the back of them, you can, and you buy two real life Roombas, you can you can have them do like fights, and whoever pops the other's balloon first uh, is the winner. You goddamn right. I just picture like one of those towering demons, like a mallet lord that has really really tall legs and like a tiny body up on top that has huge health pool. Just a, a Roomba with a knife, Zzz, tuck, yeah. <laughs> like just like not doing anything. They turn, or at least because I have a 
cheap ass one uh, that I got for Christmas. I love it. Uh, it only turns right, so it would stab him once, turn right, and then bump into a wall at some point, and probably <laughs> only hit him three to four more times before it ba- before its battery died. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like that. And if you want that set, it's the set of the Immortal King, uh, and it's you get it through the season bonuses for season twenty. But the Immortal oh. King is something. It's the title that was given to um, Bulkathos. So, oh. Okay, he's the Roomba guy. No, yeah. so. Th- He's the leader of the Roomba guys, but yeah. he's not one of the guys that comes back. Okay. Talik, Madoc, and Korlik are the ones that come back. Yeah. And the, it's just cool because I never put it together that the people in um, Diablo 2 that you fight are the ones that you're summoning in Diablo 3 to actually fight for you. That was never yeah. made. Okay. I haven't played Diablo 3 enough to know that you could summon people. I played a Witch Doctor when I did play. Nice. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Exactly. Okay. Nice. So some I other barbarians. frogs at people. Oh, that's that's pretty good, dude. Hex them. <laughs> as soon as my other one's old enough, I'm gonna start throwing frogs at people. You better believe me. <laughs> uh, so the evidence of barbarian spirits lingering. Um, this led to more religion being formed to the barbarians. So they're they became even more spiritual, and they call on their ancestors' strength in battle. Uh, even if it's not physical spirits there, they would use a war cry that would call to their ancestors before charging in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sick. Uh, so barbarians, their religion, basically, they believe if in their lifetime they've done everything in their power to protect the world stone, then they can rest in death for eternity in peace. But if they fail to do everything in their power for the world stone in their lifetime, they will linger as spirits, ever tortured with the protection of the world stone. So is that Talik... Matic and uh, the other one. Parker? Yeah, so I don't. I'm not sure why they stuck around, but they did something that they they failed in some way or another. But it's so, they, so vague. They either failed or God isn't real, and religion's all made up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it's so like I think they could just even feel that they failed. Like if they fell in battle, but they're like, oh, if I would have done the strategy a little bit differently, like that's that warrants enough to to say they so, failed because they could have done. So you're saying it's stairway. It seems that, that's so. kind of a good system because then, like, the noblest and ones most devoted to the cause are the ones that would stick around for eternity, right? <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't want like, like you'd make a whole lot of zealots ghosts. there, Ethan. Well, you wouldn't want like freeloader ghosts who didn't really care about the cause in the first place. Them sticking around, like, why would they care after death? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's yeah, true. I, did my I would part. hate for my haunting to just end, result in nothing but dirty dishes it would, yeah. with, my, with my freeloader ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I showed up to every barbarian practice. I paid my taxes on time. I'm good. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not here. I, I died. I deserve to rest. Okay. Yeah. yeah you ever yeah. skin a demon or anything? Fuck no, man. Yeah. I got shit to do. Yeah. So that's kind of what barbarians believe. So they're all very motivated. Um, if you listen to the first Diablo episode, you know that the World Stone was attacked by Bale. Yes. And Bale was ultimately defeated by a group of heroes that had previously defeated his brothers, Diablo and Mephisto. Was he the original primeval? That's a good question. I wish I knew definitively the answer. I believe Mephisto uh, was the primeval, but I'm not 100%. I know Asmodan was one of them, which we did talk about at some point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I was focusing more on the barbarians and less on the yeah. the prime yeah. evils for this episode, who are way way too busy vacuuming like most of a room and kind of showing up to do things. Yeah. From what yeah. I understand at this point, 
at this point, uh, Peter's understanding of Diablo is that everybody is Roombas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to level seven with a wizard once uh, in 2012. So. Yep. I remember because you got the free pass because you're working at GameStop. Boom. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and you could play up to the, ske- the Skeleton King, but you couldn't go past that. But you could grind up to level seven if you wanted. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, they were too late to prevent Bale from enacting the plan on the Worldstone, even though they defeated him. Uh, he had already corrupted the Worldstone. So Tyriel had to come in and aid the heroes one last time. And the only way to salvage the situation was to destroy the Worldstone. Yeah. So T- Tyriel, the angel of justice, the savior of humanity, hurled his sword, Eldruin, into the sword, into the stone, and shattered it. Yeah. Which landed him in some hot water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he ends up as a human at some point, doesn't he? That's sort the of? beginning of Diablo 3, is yeah. he comes hurtling down. Oh, he's the meteor. The yeah. He's the meteor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And it's because he chose to save the humans, he chose to become human himself. Right. Because he got in a so, fight with the other angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Blakathos' fate is a bit of a mystery. Uh, we know he know, he fought a guy named Ul Desian to prevent him from coming into the Worldstone. But oh, the fight we talked was... about this guy before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the yes. first episode. Yes. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear the full story of Ul Desian, go back. I'm not quite sure of it, but I listened to the episode and that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's 109 episodes from what Ethan said earlier. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so Uldesian, eventually there was a third party who came in and said, no, Bulkathos, he needs to go through. Lawyers. So Bulkathos re- reluctantly set, like, stepped down and let him in. Uh, theoretically, he could be wandering sanctuary even now. Um, so we never have a record of him dying. Okay. Okay. More boys. Loreboy's canon is that he would, when there was a giant uh, destruction of Mount Ariat, when the World Stone was defeated or destroyed, he would have been in there with the destroying of the World Stone. Because it makes sense that if he devoted his entire life to defending the World Stone, he would also die along with it, since he's such a powerful dude. So I think he went down with it. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I. That definitely makes sense for the, considering the entire, like, civilization of, uh, quote, barbarians mm-hmm. um, dedicate their entire lives to protecting it. I would assume the, like, spirit captain of the ship would go down with it when the angels came down to dole out their opinion of justice, I think. <laughs> I like I like the idea of Bulkathos, like, running in the back door of Mount Ariat and being, like, he's just got, like, a book that's labeled like instructions on how to decontaminate a world stone. <laughs> it's like just running in like, I hope nothing, nothing serious happens before I get there. <laughs> Killing him with it. I picture him reading and sweating more when reading than trying than to fight. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the practice book on top and he's like the red fish, yeah. blue fish, <laughs> one fish. Fucking this one, Twa fish. Ah, son of a bitch. I'll save it either way. <laughs> um, yeah, so Uldisian does come into contact with the World Stone, um, and he changes the pattern of a small part of the artifact to go from five-sided to six-sided, and it changed its resonance. Uh, this is before it was destroyed, and Uldisian became very powerful and defeated Inarius while also destroying himself. Is this the so, evil crystal that ends up in Reaper of Souls, the shard? No, so this is the world oh. stone. That's the black soul stone, I want to say. Yeah, never mind, um, sorry. Yeah. 
No, so the World Stone, like, just to say that Bulkathos let him go by reluctantly, and then Uldissian did come into contact with the World Stone, changing the pattern and weakening Nephilim even further, which is the whole thing they were worried about. Okay. But now it's all destroyed. Bulkathos is gone. The children of Bulkathos are left. So children of Bulkathos Cobb, I guess for short. Um, they had spread throughout the Western Kingdom since they no longer had a world stone to protect and the tribes were no longer unified and they started to war with each other. Well, I mean, when you got nothing to do and you're based on the Vikings, you might as well get to your raping and pillaging. Yep. I mean, yeah, you might as well squabble with your neighbors. Have you ever heard of a homeowners association? Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I watched <laughs> you a video cut that of one lawn! of those yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Putting dude. out a, I watch a video with an axe taped to it, just like cutting the fucking grass. <laughs> I, I, un- I understand you're an 86-year-old paraplegic, but your lawn was three millimeters too long this week. Uh, we're going to find you $700. Yeah. Well, Jeez, I was walking my $8,000 dog. I just dipped a ruler into your grass, and I realized that <laughs> oh your lawn god. was fucking disgusting. Yeah. I, that. <laughs> I watched a video of that the other day of um, these people just like berating someone for having the wrong color uh, garbage can. Oh, and like, I, I, can you imagine getting out of your house and then going to sit down and talk with someone so seriously about the color of their garbage can? Like, yeah, like who the fuck cares? Oh, God. <laughs> who I can never. This is what happens when, when your your god Nephilim dies in a, a fiery explosion on Mount Ariat and you have nothing left to do. All you have left over <laughs> is the Homeowners Association. You have, <laughs> you have no purpose in life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do, Pete, I do love the, the picture of like three barbarians, two of them like arguing and just like a weirdly colored garbage can between them. <laughs> I have had so much trouble with this. Uh, I haven't dropped the like title card hint yet because I've been like, frantically writing down notes like Roomba Barb and now then I wrote down another one that was that was like the lawn like the, the homeowners association barbarian I am gonna I got, you I got a couple of days one. cut out for me frankly yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody's so gonna be shredded though and barely dressed no matter what it'll, it'll, be, it'll be the Roomba owners association yeah. <laughs> yeah. so Bukathos like I said he was known as the immortal king uh, and there's a place that has the immortal throne and this is like a super important symbol in the barbarian culture. Uh, you can't sit on this throne unless you're like truly the king. Only Bur- Bulkathos up until this point was allowed to sit on it. He's gone now. All of the tribes are spread out and fighting. But then there's another remarkable barbarian who came through named Warusk. And he united the tribes once again uh, by creating a council of elders or a homeowners association. Yeah. <laughs> he got all their lawns in order. I see. He got the lawns the right length. <laughs> I man. See. It ah. It's important. It's yeah. important. Yeah. Maybe the full, uh, he, the, the full Griswold set from uh, from D2 is just fucking all Argyle all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, uh, like a baby yellow sweater tied yeah. loosely around the collarbone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he got three guys to... Um, it's in Act Four or Act Five of Diablo Two is where the Council of End- uh, Council of Elders reside. I believe it's Act Five. It's Five, yeah, because yeah. Four was the the stock, um, right. stock D two, and then Five was the expansion. Right, in right. The the Barbarian Village. Because Act Four is just like Tyrael, and you're like right yeah. on the. It's Tyrael in Hell, and you just like you walk yeah. you do walk down the steps into Hell, and yeah. So um, Warusk, he was so remarkable and brought everyone together that he was granted the title of the Immortal King once again. Uh, so he was allowed to sit on Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, due to his strength, his wise nature, and his diplomacy. So he was one that 
was smart while also yeah. being strong and he was able to actually accomplish things yeah. so smart is actually yeah, imagine good. that yeah. <laughs> wow, 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 I like that guy. Well, what do you like about him? I don't want to think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of a wizard, but somehow in a good way. Yeah. I don't know. Because he's shredded. Conflicted. So everything's, crush on him. everything's nice and peaceful now. <laughs> Something has to happen, right? Yeah, obviously. Something's got to yeah. disrupt the peace. Yeah. And I'm going to assume, Jamie, I just want to put out this idea here. I'm going to yes. think. I'm going to toss this out here. It's not the fact that the lawns are a little too shaggy. <laughs> nope. No, no, they... It was... Um, so from the west, there's a coast on the west. A west coast, you might say. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. okay like, I um, wouldn't, but yeah. I'll allow it. Okay. Some ships come and land on the western coast, and there's a king there named Raki. So R-A-K-K-I-S. And he is, um, he's a paladin, basically. Oh, these are the Romans. Book nerds. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So he landed on the shores of the Western Kingdoms. He's a devout champion of the Zacharum faith and the first king of Westmarch. Uh-oh. And we talked Zekar- about Westmarch a fair amount yeah. on mm-hmm. the, the last episode, too. Yeah. If I know and anything Zekar- about actual history, is the two words West and March generally result in bad things for the people that aren't involved. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he lands on the west coast. Uh, his god is the light, like in Blizzard. The same thing for the other paladins in WoW. Uh, Zekarum is it's just, the it's order. Just no of the name light. brand god. Like that totally makes sense yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Zekarum's the order of the light. So you just think paladins. And Rakis le- leads a holy crusade to rid the cobs or the children of Bukarthos. I had a hard time there from the Western Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Uh, is this so, one of those uh, missions for God, but then oops, all genocide sort of things? Yeah, that's it. Let me yeah. let me liberate liberate your lands from you. Yeah, <laughs> you're not doing anything with them, clearly. It was mentioned in the lore that um, although it was a bloodbath and Raki was killing, uh, he actually coined the term barbarians. So they were, called themselves children of Bulkathos. But now we call them barbarians because Rakis called them barbarians. Mm. Yep, that, um, that stands to reason. I can, yeah. I, can, I, I can see the through line there. Yeah. You guys weren't doing now, much with your simple farming. This land all looks much better with your people as slaves on it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing they did is let the grass grow out and like all the tied up barbarians just grow ah! out. <laughs> That's where all their rage comes from. Yeah. Honestly, the first thing they did was they the first thing they did was kill the Roombas. The second well, thing they did well, that's, how the they grass learned, grow. that's how they learned the whirlwind skill, is they were just trying to mow the lawn. <laughs> they were just spinning with their axes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was going to come to a point. Oh, the, the fight, like the actual event of this, of the culling of all these barbarians or the, the, kill, the children of Bukathos, largely, if you're not a barbarian, this is a pretty good thing for you. You don't have these like really strong guys who, if you go onto their territory, will kill you. Um, who judge your lawns? Use, yeah, yeah, fight. <laughs> yeah, we'll fight you before they talk to you, and that type. Talk of Talk about thing. the color of your trash cans, right yeah. to your face. Yeah. Sons of <laughs> bitches. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the barbarians were way too spread out at this point. They they are unified, but they had gone from more of a concentrated point to spreading south and west, and then 
the paladins landed on the west side and are just moving up uh, and forcing them farther and farther north to back to where their homeland is. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. But these yeah. lands prior to the barb like movement were basically unoccupied and it's the the Zelthasos people who have caused the issue, correct? The it's yeah, it's yeah. the west coast versus the north coast sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you can think of it like if think of any island and then the north is the barbarians and then south and west is also the barbarians and then the paladins land on the west and they're moving east and then also then north. So they're just okay. making them run all the way back home. Yeah. Get basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they were able they to make rooms. Mm-hmm. They couldn't quite kill all the barbarians, but they could kill um, enough of them and force all of them back to their homeland. And remember, it's a destroyed homeland, so they have to go back to that very uh, shell of a place that it used to be. Right? Yeah. Tyrael yeah. did a whole lot of uh, fuckery uh, prior <laughs> to their prior to the migration, and they're concerned yeah. with their lawn length at this point. <laughs> So this led to the creation of uh, Bastion's Keep, which is a place you can go to in Diablo 3. And it is the northernmost point where there's a fortress from the Crusades that keep the barbarians from coming any farther south. When you play in the game, um, this is corrupted by Asmodan's demons, and you are pushing north to get to where Asmodan's hiding out, um, north where the barbarians' homeland is. Okay. Yeah. But... For the purpose of the history right now, they've just all been sent home. Um, they are in their destroyed homeland, and by the time all of this war and bloodshed has finished, they don't really have um, much culture anymore. A lot of the religious ideas they've given up on, they're just a broken people. And they started, over time, calling themselves barbarians rather than children of Bukathos. Oh, no. Damn, you broke their spirit. Yeah. That's a, that's a low point. Yeah, it is a very low point, and this is k- kind of where the games pick up. Um, you do see the three spirits in Diablo 2, but Diablo 3, you're playing as a character who has all of this turmoil behind him. Most yeah. of his people are dead. Um, people and it ask starts... him his name, and he's like, it's John White, and they're like, oh, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I named my guy Turg, T-U-R-G. I thought it was a good name. That seems appropriate. Turg. Yep. So uh, Diablo 3, this is kind of where we're finishing it off. Um, it begins with a star falling from the heavens. And you hear a voice line from the barbarian character. And I didn't really get the full scope of the voice line until I did the research. So I guess I'll just say it now so you guys can hear it too. So I tire from the empty battles I once craved. I wander outcast while my tribe curses the gods who abandoned us. Our home is in ruins, yet I stand firm. Six days ago, the falling star struck the town of Tristram. The dead rose in its wake. What evil is this? What could I have sought these long years? A foe worthy of my blade? The Barbarian. So, that's uh, the history of the Barbarians, guys. Damn. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, man. I'm excited to launch up my Switch in a little bit and play now that I know why I'm killing things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am renewed with passion down. and bloodlust. <laughs> uh, you play hardcore? Or? I haven't tried hardcore, actually. That would be uh, good fun. But I, I tend to play it so casually. Yeah. yeah, I got in I way like the... late for the season. Yeah, Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I like the webs that kind of shoot out of our old episodes, despite the fact it's been actual years. 
Um, I like the connections that, for some reason, my dumbass brain still kind of made to to, to, to the things that we, like a a fake conversation we had two and a half years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Very good. It's like we, yeah, it's really cool. And this was actually one of our sponsored ones. So this is Vince. Uh, If you're listening, Vince. Thanks, uh, thanks for your money, and here's your episode. Yeah, I don't owe you nothing. That's all. That's two patient requests in a row. Yeah, it's going to be three with next week. uh, Oh, you're going. going. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, well. People getting their money's Mm -hmm. worth. We've been requested D and D &D and Magic: The Gathering, so I'm I'm going to do one of those. Nice. Oh yeah, (laughs) are you going to do another uh, another combo episode? Because I know we did a combo D and D Magic episode. It probably won't be both now. You need like there's specific stories that tie both, and like Ravnica was one. Although right, that's it. Honestly, the next D and D book is kind of a duo. It's but it's and it's a uh, it's like the Greek god setting of D and D or of magic of Magic the Gathering is coming out for D and D is the next D and D book. So ask me to set up their fucking gazebos. <laughs> so how unorthodox of them. Yeah, so I, a cool thing happened in real life uh, this week. My cousin reached out to me um, out of the blue and said, "Hey, you are you have a lore podcast? You're streaming? You're talking about lore? I am too. Uh, I haven't talked to him in years. I wanted to give him a little shout out. If you go on Twitch.tv/lorecraft, so lore like you normally spell it in craft, all one word, uh, you can check him out. He uh, has a lot of similar content to us." He's into a lot of different games. It's mostly streaming stuff. He has a super dedicated schedule, which I could never hold on to. So which none of, us, none of us are willing to commit to. <laughs> no. Well, like the podcast we're consistent with, and that's where we funnel our, our listeners, I guess. We're, we're really consistent with release dates. We're really not consistent with the times that we actually have to show up no, <laughs> and yeah. record this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's internal struggles. Although we don't pass that on. Yeah. We aren't. Well, perfect. sometimes we do. Yeah. We don't have that barrier of separation of editing time when when it comes to being on Twitch, right? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was really cool that a cousin that I hadn't talked to in years ended up doing almost the exact same thing that I'm doing. So yeah, it's in the genes. It's in the blood. Yeah, clearly, clearly born into it. Yep. Yeah. The king uh, of the barbarians, the immortal king of lore, James. Miller. Yeah. Who would be the king <laughs> of lore? It's you, dude. That'd be pretty cool. Elvis, you're Elvis you're Bukathos, and your cousin is uh, Warus. Uh, you're the one who said it the the right way, Silius or something. Oh, I know Silius um, in it. Vasily. Vasily. No, oh, sorry. Vasily. I'm talking about the the next barbarian who takes the immortal throne. Oh, right, right, right. It's a uh, Waris or something. That's what I War- just said. <laughs> oh, congratulations! You won. <laughs> just because <laughs> I'm reading out loud doesn't mean I'm listening to myself, Ethan. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, yeah. There's a lot of names I had to remember, but we got but some emails, didn't we, guys? We do. I've got me a Gmail in front of me right now, uh, if you want. This one is from, and I'm sorry in advance for your last name. I want to say Peter Bauman. Bauman? Uh, and he says, hi, lore boys. First off, I love your content. I've discovered you last week and have been lore binging, with, and he capitalized B, which that's a couple of extra points well, there you should have really said lore boinging all right fine <laughs> silver medal peter Bauman. i think you i okay. think you did well i think you you're, did well, peter. you're doing just fine listen i mean honestly if you don't criticize them they'll never get better frankly oh my god <laughs> uh lore binging like crazy i have a suggestion namely the often overlooked and supremely awesome game sacrifice um i personally haven't heard of this have you guys nope 
No. All right. Not I. We will look into it. I'm sorry if this takes a while. Like, we're generally bad with suggestions, but consider it on the list. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, regarding sacrifice, weird creatures, unique gameplay, great characters, an earth god designed as Earthworm Jim, and an air god with a design which I shall not spoil, and as who is voiced by Tim Curry. So wow, that's, that's interesting. interesting. Oh, we never um, heard of this game. I don't know. I really want to do Earthworm Jim now. I watched Fern Gully enough really times one. to have yeah. like a little bit of like a gay boner for Hexus. <laughs> Only a little bit. Only a, a little boner. This is a toxic love, honestly. That's that, that's it. Uh, and a great story. And a great story in a world which begs for a prequel. Uh, second suggestion: Starship Troopers. Just because both the book and the movie, the first one, rock in their own special way, would love to hear if my suggestion piqued your interest. Uh, greetings from the semi-locked-down Netherlands, Peter Bowman. Um, so Peter. I can confirm that Peter O'Donoghue, my next episode will be Starship Troopers, the book. Um, because politically, I conflict with the book. I am far more interested in researching it, uh, whereas the film uh, is much more in line with my liberal sensibilities. I'm going to dive deep into the Starship Troopers book for my next episode, which should be in two weeks, roughly. Yeah. So. I, I'm I'm excited because I've I've seen Star Trek Troopers the movie the first one so am um, I yeah and it's it's a great film um, but it is very satire of the military industrialization complex exactly um, whereas the book is uh, very much NRA. into uh, the <laughs> race NRA war against the Arachnids <laughs> and there was uh, something so else uh, as far as I know that uh, we had to cover I, I don't know if you want, if you guys want to read your uh, your your how to contact you but i did want to thank uh, a patreon our, our patreon supporter of the week our patron of the week of uh, triple the cheese who's uh who's pledged pledged his life pledged his blood sweat and tears to us uh shout out to you thanks um great talking to you on the discord anybody else who wants to get in touch with us there's a link to the discord somewhere in the description for this episode so just click random words until you find it uh a little <laughs> hint is it's the word discord that'll bring you there um i'm i'm ethan palmer you can find me at ethan the dead man on twitter it's probably the best place to get in touch with me yeah i'm james miller you can find me on the internet twitch.tv slash the lore boys and don't forget to check out twitch.tv slash lorecraft he's actually live now because he started whispering into my ear while we're recording live now on april 20th And uh, my name is Peter O'Donoghue. It's at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter and theloreboys.com and at Loreboys Pad Podcast Podcast on Instagram if you want to see any of the artwork. Um, I would very much love to thank everybody who is still downloading the show, despite the fact there's nobody really going anywhere and the new patrons we've got and everything. Just thank you so much. Um, it makes my day to record, makes my evening to draw, and just makes, I don't know, this whole fucking nightmare. We're going to have to release, like, a DVD set of, like, the isolation collection. <laughs> of, like, <laughs> of, like the, mo- the as we escalate in the appreciation of the people who listen to the fucking show. Yeah, you guys I feel like... I, you guys are the best, but I think it all the time. I don't think isolation changed my idea too much of that. I like being at home. There's a lot of good... All my stuff's here. I like pretending like I'm talking to people. 
<laughs> I'm I'm going fully stir crazy. Oh, uh, dude! For, for so anyone, hard. for anyone who heard us shout out Triple the Cheese and wants to support us, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash The Lord Boys. Uh, we'd but love if to you want to upstage him. But if you want to upstage uh, Triple the Cheese on Patreon, uh, you can always reach out to us on Lore Boys Prime. It's our premium subscription that we've offered since day one, since before Patreon was even invented or thought of or conceptualized or anything like that. Uh, fun fact, we've been doing this show for many more years than we've been recording it. We've just been meeting up and talking about dumb bullshit anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anybody who wants to support us on Lore Boys Prime, you guys can send us uh, $3.32 and we'll send you a crystal. Kind of like the world stone, but made of weed because it's 420, baby. We did dab, the dab, 420 dab, 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 for you guys. <laughs> uh, we didn't mention it the whole way through, but we're we're doing 420 stuff like weeds and things. Yeah. What kind of weeds? Are, what kind of weeds are you guys doing? Jamie, be careful with that. Oh, dude, I'm t- it's the weeds, dude. Oh, dude, you are you weeding too? Hell yeah, it's, dude. It's the yeah. Bulcato Bul- strain. Oh, Do you know nice. what the best oh, part about nice. recording on 420 2020 is? Is that in Canada, weed is legal, but like leaving your house and shaking hands with people isn't. <laughs> yeah. So we all got super stoned today, went out and shook hands. And if you subscribe to Lord Boys Prime for $31.33, we'll send you some <laughs> weed and a handshake in an envelope. I suppose that would constitute in that case. Why thirty one thirty three? It's $30 that we need, and the one thirty three. It is a reasonable amount of money, damn yeah, it. It's processing fees. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lower boys. Lower boys out. Ow. Bye. <laughs>